What's up, everybody? This is Sonny here at the Poti Homes Podcast. We have a very special guest for you guys today. His name is Robert Carrasco here out of the local area. Robert Carrasco, how you doing today, man? Doing pretty good, Sonny. Happy to be here. Um, appreciate the opportunity to share my story and get to it, man. Yes, sir, man. Thank you so much for coming today. Um, I know, uh, you know, we met not too long ago. You're a local entrepreneur. You know, you've worked hard for yourself. And to that, I tip my hat to you. So uh, thank you for also allowing me to uh, serve you, man. I know we did a, a couple of projects together and, um, you know, I'm very grateful for that. So, uh, you know, we'll get right into this, man. So tell us, uh, you know, where are you from? Where'd you go to high school at, brother? Yeah, so I'm from Pleasanton, uh, born and raised, graduated from Pleasanton High School, class of 11. After that, went to Palo Alto for three years there, got two degrees there, went to across the street, A&M, San Antonio, finished off my bachelor's there. Biology was what I majored in, minor in psychology there. Yeah, went into the job nice, market, man. Nice, No, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I already knew when I met you. And shout out to Marcus Crimp, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the one that kind of uh, got us connected. So shout out to him. Uh, much appreciated there, Marcus. Uh, but uh, I always knew you were a smart guy, man. Like, I always <laughs> knew just the way you articulate your language, brother. I was like, all right, man, this guy's on to something, man. And sure, you have surely shown that. And so, I mean, did you play sports in high school or anything like that? I mean, were you a sports guy? Yeah, I did. I did uh, football, basketball, track, powerlifting. Mainly what I was known for is for powerlifting. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I know so, you are very successful at that, at least yeah. what I've seen, man. Yeah. <laughs> Set some state records uh, with that in college and then in high school also. So. Shoot, man. You say you set state records as if it was just a walk in the park, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I mean, dude, like how, how did that, you know, what was that about, man? Did you start that at a young age or was there a coach that kind of inspired you to do powerlifting? I mean, yeah, you know, how did my, that come about? Yeah. Uh, Coach Liska, uh, he's the one that kind of pushed me. He's like, hey, you should check out uh, powerlifting. Never even knew what it was. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll check it out. Went to my first meet, won the meet, and then uh, after that, it was The rest history, is history, yeah. yeah. So was that your freshman year? You, that was a freshman year, yeah. So when when did the state records happen, you know, through your freshman year? or Junior year. Junior year. actually ended up fracturing my back. And mid-season. That was freaking painful as heck. How man. do you fracture your back? Like, what happens? I mean, you like lifted the world or something, man. Like, <laughs> so I was I only weighed 132 pounds in high school. Okay, so I was not very big. Um, but yeah, I had like 415 pounds on my back. It was at Southside High School, and then some kid actually walks by, hits the bar, and I fall on my hands and knees. The bar comes on my on my spine, and uh, yeah, I was out for. I think like six weeks, four weeks, something like that. I, I know it, I should have rested longer, but I went back and lifted again, 415, and went to regionals after that. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, first off, like, that guy hitting the bar, I mean, that's like a freak accident, Dude, bro. Dude, for real. <laughs> so, like, you didn't definitely deserve that, man. But it yeah. seemed like it kind of catapulted you to a whole nother level anyway, right? Because yeah. it, it still didn't stop you, per se. Or do you feel like, if you didn't get hurt, you would have been even at another level. I mean, shoot, you still, you know, accomplished the accolades. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, the following year, senior year, I ended up squatting 550, which uh, that kind of set a whole 
whole new bar. And that, as far as I know, if I think I still hold the record there at, at Pleasanton. For, oh, for shoot, squad, man. So we'll see. Robert Carrasco. At least for the weight, my weight class. I yeah, don't your know weight class? Yeah. <laughs> shoot, man. Well, now that's impressive. Like I said, like I, when I first met you, I guess it was within maybe a, a year ago, maybe yeah. a year and a half ago, Max. It hasn't been too long, man. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I mean, we've done a few deals together. And I, like I said, I already knew you were uh, something special, man. So um, that doesn't surprise me that you have state records there at Pleasanton. So take us through, I guess, high school. You went to college. What inspired you to do the whole biology thing, man? It, you know, what is what is the, you know, the means behind that? Yeah, so... Uh... Man, honestly, I didn't even want to go to college, to be honest with you. But um, I guess growing up in the whole Hispanic culture, you're kind of told, you know, you got to go to school. You got to get a good job. Well, in order to get a good job, you're usually told, hey, you got to go to go get an education. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll figure something out. So I went to school. Paul Alto wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Went, did pre-nursing, uh, got my associates in pre-nursing, then uh, got a liberal arts and associates in liberal arts. Diving into it a little bit more, I was like, okay, biology seems pretty cool. You can do a lot of outdoorsy things. I like to be outdoors. So I was like, all right, I'll give biology a, a shot. So uh, got my bachelor's in biology, mainly concentrating on microbiology, dealing with germs and bacteria and not COVID. It wasn't COVID at that time. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So nice nice well that's what i'm saying it takes a special creature to go into biology so how long did it take you to you know finally you got out of high school what 17 years old 18 years old something 18, like that i guess yeah, 18 and then you went right into college so how long did it take for you to actually graduate with your biology degree it actually took me five years okay i was a okay. super senior as you could say <laughs> <laughs> dang son. yeah dude, it took me five years um mainly because i had my mom actually ended up getting sick she ended up getting cancer so kind of pushed delayed everything um, but after that, man, I mean, I was good to go. I worked the entire time I was in college. I worked in construction, driving. I basically went to school Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sundays, I would drive to Austin and just bust my ass. Construction. Construction. Um, paid for school cash. So I graduated with no debt. But man, let me tell you, some stressful freaking crap, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, that's what I'm saying because I know, well, how old are you, right? Like tell the people... 28 now 28, 28 yeah. so his story man sounds like he's already at 40 years old because he's has so much uh to tell us and so you working so hard paid off college i mean there's most of us like myself i have college debt man and for you to be able to accomplish that is like i mean that that to me is why i know you know you're a special creature dude so come hats off again to you man being able to pay that cash Appreciate it, man. how, how are you um you know adjusting work live to college how did you like did you have tuesday thursday co uh, you know college and then you worked other days or how did that how did that even work out for you dude it was honestly a mess i always have to go <laughs> honestly every semester i had to go back to my boss and be like hey this semester i have tuesday wednesdays i have to be in class or i always have to every semester he already knew hey my schedule's so who's your adjusted. boss then man i mean i'm sure we got to give him a little credit yeah right? he was uh, working with you david lardner david lardner he's uh there in austin owns a lot of uh other businesses there um appreciate the the support and i appreciate you working on my schedule <laughs> yeah for sure man that's difficult yeah the only time that i try to do that was at bill miller's bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was working at bill miller's for about uh let's say let's call it a week right and 
I already needed to go back to school, but I didn't know how to tell them. And so I kind of told them like, you know, gingerly and they let me go, bro. So, <laughs> so like for you to pull that off is another impressive, you know, mark for you, man. I was just yeah. flipping buns and putting barbecue sauce on and they let me go. bro. So I was like, all right, I guess Bill Miller's won't work out for me. But um, anyways, man, so that's that's pretty amazing, bro. Like, like I said, um, I have college debt and for you to do that, uh, I think is why you are at in a position where you're at today so you got your degree um now that you got your degree did you go immediately into the workforce i mean i know you were working right but the workforce as a career when did you get into where you're at i guess working now or was there anything in between yeah so uh actually i started putting applications before i graduated um luckily someone picked me up before i had my bachelor's the requirements were for a bachelor's degree um that was actually um one of my dream jobs actually was doing cancer research. So I got into doing cancer research as a cancer researcher. Again, before I got my degree, um, they did me the favor, so I appreciate it. But uh, after that, I was there for about a year, year and a half or so. And then uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, they ended up picking me up. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool work, you know, dealing with plasma and seeing if people were matches for surgeries. And, you know, when they have open heart surgery, you usually people lose a lot of blood so they usually need blood transfusions and things like that so um, that was our job kind of find matches and stuff like that as well um, there for about another year and a half basically I was jumping from job to job trying to I was trying to basically what I was trying to do is make the most money I can make to where I can be in the position I am today because I knew it takes money to make money so after that I went and started working at Valero and the lab and been there since so the rest is kind of like brings you to where at today. So you're at Valero, yeah. and that's kind of where now I come uh, into the picture. And uh, you know what? I think it's a great time for us to take a quick break. Um, please make sure you join us right after this break here at the Poteet Homes Podcast. All right. So here we're back again with Robert Carrasco, our very special guest. So here it is. I know you got into Valero. And that kind of takes us to where, you know, you and I started to kind of uh, know each other. You're working at Valero and uh, you have an entrepreneur mindset. So I'm sure there's someone in your life that maybe educated you or kind of gave you that insight. So how did that come along? Right. How did that entrepreneur spirit uh, in you come about? So usually when when people change, it's usually something dramatic that happens in their life. It usually kind of sets them apart or does something for them in their life. Um, for me, it was that my mom. She ended up passing away when I was, I think, twenty-one. Sorry about that, real condolences. Nah, it's I all good, man. That. I never knew that. Yeah, it's all good. It happens, man. But yeah, so uh, that ended up happening. Twenty-one. I was like, man, you know, I was kind of lost for a while. About a year or two, I was kind of lost. Um, then I started just kind of reading, picking up books, reading books, and then and right after that, my dad ended up needing open heart surgery. So of course, you just lost your mom. You're thinking, oh shit, you know. You, what's next? You know, yeah, you're your kind dad. of thinking, yeah, yeah my you dad. Got doubt in your head. You're yeah, ready. so I was like, man, life is so damn short. Just so many thoughts going on in my mind. You know, life is so damn short. I need to do something. You know, I can't just work my entire life for 30, 40 years. Got to enjoy my life. You never know when, when you're gonna be called. You know. Right. So, uh, yeah, continue reading books. Continue researching. I was researching probably real estate for probably about a year before I met you, man. Nice. And then. Uh, yeah, it's actually been a blessing since you since I met you. To be honest with you, you really kind of got me started into real estate. And uh, 
I appreciate that, bro. I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, you're welcome, yeah. brother. It's it's likewise the same here, man. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Been a blessing for sure for me too. So I mean, take us a little bit, you know, through that. Um, you know, you got into real estate. What books um do you did you find helpful for you um while you were educating yourself a little bit there? The one that really kind of turned the turned my mindset was Rich Dad Poor Dad. I know everyone's heard about it. You probably heard about it and you're probably like, eh, whatever, but it's a highly recommended book. It's, uh, I mean, you've read that book, right? Yeah, like the way yeah. I, I mean, because again, you, you went to school, I'm, I, I got my degree as well, and I'm not so much the guy that reads paper, man. Like, I was always the one that went to Cliff Notes, got the summary, <laughs> yeah, same, and just <laughs> try to copy and paste, and you know, all you ex-teachers out there, you know, don't hate me for that. But I actually picked up Audibles, you know, Audibles have yeah. been very helpful for me. I'm taking a ride up to San Antonio, or I'm taking a ride to location, taking on a home. I mean, there's a 45 minute gap there, and, and instead of listening to Beyonce and J Lo, even though you know they're you know yeah, they're, 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 they're respected <laughs> in their own little way, <laughs> but you know I started changing my mindset. Uh, and it's kind of like when I met you actually, because I I wasn't into even real estate books even while I was in real estate. You know, I was just kind of, you know, you think you can make it on your own and kind of learn as you go, but when you read these books, it really just kind of like puts you on a streamline and a fast lane to getting to someone, learning through someone else's experiences and the Rich Dad, Poor Dad Audible book, whatever you want to do, I mean, has opened up even my eyes. So you um, have that book and you give credit to it. Um, what, what it, you know, what's next for you, right? Like you, you had your job, you learned how to get into real estate. What was that next step for you then to now put that, you know, education in action? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's not the only book I read. I read tons of other books, but um, just real quick, the reason I did like that one is because it's it's told like in a story. So it's not just, you know, just the information. It's information included in a story. So it's easy to follow along for somebody who's new, um, trying to change their mindset, either whether it's crypto stocks, real estate, whatever you're into. It changes your mind and makes you think differently than than most people usually do. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you're kind of in the similar mindset as as us, anyway. But yeah, so uh, what was your question again? So <laughs> yeah, nah, dude. I mean, you know, yeah. like, so I mean, because you talk about getting educated into this um, a rich dad poor dad deal and reading a whole bunch of books, and so I mean. You took that step where, you know, we started uh, purchasing properties, but I'm going to take a step back to that because even before we started purchasing uh, properties, you were into stocks, right? You were heavily into like Tesla. You were heavy into uh, these other stocks that you started educating me on. And then where it brings us today is like this crypto world, man. I'm, I mean, I got money in crypto. I know you got money in crypto. Honestly, if it wasn't for stocks and crypto, I don't know if I would have uh, been able to even get into it. real estate. Um so my, I guess my first real real estate deal was back when I think it was 23. Mm -hmm. I bought the ranch. Um, I used that from... How big is a ranch? It's uh, 21 acres. Beautiful. And uh, bought that one when I was 23, basically with profits from the stock market at that time. Um, I wasn't really too huge into crypto. Um, but slowly, I've, I've been kind of exiting you know, stocks and getting more into crypto. I mean, higher risk. Yeah, I know, but higher reward as well. Yeah, but it was kind of hard finding people who have a similar mindset. So that's why you kind of, I, I kind of liked you. I was like, hey, this guy kind of, you know, he has a similar mindset on, on entrepreneurship and you know, doing bigger, better things for, for yourself, for your family, and you know, bettering your life. Um, it's hard to find that these days. So, 
that's why I was like, man, I can really work with this guy. And uh, I'm glad I put my trust in you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, man, never no looking doubt. back now. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you did, <clears throat> you did the majority of the legwork, man. Like, I was just uh, uh, here to... Not only, you know, the, they use the term iron sharpens iron, bro. So I think that's all it really came down to. You had your stock money. You already made a purchase before you even met me like four years before. So you were already on that, uh, um, you know, kind of that that lane where you want to get to a place where make, maybe passive income, maybe uh, um, not just relying on cha- paycheck to paycheck uh, mindset. So then it kind of brings us to where we're at today, right, where you kind of reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm kind of looking for a real estate property that we could um, purchase, and then we could essentially maybe make some rental income." And that's kind of where I came in the picture, and it w- it was easy breeze, man, because like I said, with your credentials, you you were well qualified. Um, you know, you had a stable job, and you had excess cash to be able to put into this investment. So whenever we went to the market, brother, it was a really um, it was good for me because I didn't have to negotiate um, terms that otherwise other buyers may have closing costs. We just came in and said, hey, this is what we offer. And we got the, you know, we got the financing in, and this is what, what we have. And I mean, we knocked it out of the park. I know we got some properties in Jordanton that you are now uh, renting and it's kind of just streamlined from there. Tell us about the property in Jordanton. Like how what's going on there, man? I hadn't had an update, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh we purchased it and you know tell us yeah we we purchased it uh that was mine and your first deal um you know i'm not gonna lie it's a little scary your first deal is always really scary but like i say if if it doesn't scare you you're not growing no matter what it is spiritually financially whatever it is if it's not scaring you you're staying in your comfort zone you have to exit that comfort zone in order to grow so yeah so you uh I think you actually found me that deal. Yeah, you did. That's right. Yeah, yeah on you, Broadway. You fa- yeah, yeah, you found me that deal. Um, I think you already had talked to that seller too, right? You yeah, had, we've you been, you know, it, it's it's just a lot of properties were on the market and they were kind of stale. So I kind of looked into them a little bit. But yeah. like I said, when you came along, it was already kind of, you know, yeah. it was like the Lord was kind of setting it up, yeah, educating yeah, yeah. me. So that way it when you came fell in, into place. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so that was before this big old housing boom now, though. So, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I would be able to get that deal if we were at today. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it, man. Um, and it was only like eight months ago, or yeah, eight, nine months ago. It hasn't been that long, man. It hasn't no, been that long. I don't think it's a year even. That's crazy how things change <laughs> so fast. That same <laughs> house is probably 10, 15% yeah, you know, higher in uh, yeah. you know, value now than it is today. I actually had somebody offer me. Uh, so, I mean, I'm cool with saying how much I paid for it. I paid 95 k for it. Had somebody offer me uh, 160 for it. Recently. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. It's Dang. It's because there's no houses really available, you know. Yeah. See, yeah. that house was a foundation slab. Yeah. The bones were all good. It had some updating, like pain and maybe some, you know, minor plumbing, you know, yeah, deals yeah. that you had to upgrade. But at the end of the day, you're getting in a 95k. You put in, you know, how much did you put in so far? I mean, it's a three bedroom. What? One bath or two bath? It's a three bedroom, two bath. Mm-hmm. Um. 2,000 square foot or so, right? Yeah, almost 2,000 square feet. Um, it had a spare room that was like, well, I mean, at this time, we were in the middle of COVID or around starting the COVID, I believe. And uh, it had like a little office space. So it actually worked out perfect for the stay-at-home people. It was like the home run deal, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know um, whenever you uh, started it off, we were talking about, okay, we're paying 95K and a simple uh, math function that we use is the 1% rule. At least that's what I use 
um, when I kind of talk to clients or when I talk to myself, whenever I'm paying 95K for this property, if I do 1% of the purchase price, I have to get at least that in rental income. And whenever we ran the numbers for Robert, what are you getting for it now, man? I know it's not $950 a month. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm low. actually getting uh, 1400 a month for that property. So that's like 1.25. You know, yeah, yeah, it's we're, more than we're 1%. well over the 1% rule. So it's uh, it's been good, honestly. Um, I mean, I put maybe up front, I put what, seven, about 7,000 into that house. And then uh, we did run into some plumbing issues, but you kind of helped save me on that one. <laughs> so uh, we took care of that. I think I put another, was it three, four, three or 4,000 into that. So all in 12 maybe or so. So like 110K or so yeah. or 107K I mean, around there. Yeah, but that was all out of pocket later. So, I mean, the rest is pretty much cash flow. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and that's what I, that kind of brings us to the next thing is you obviously had a little bit of a nest egg to um, assist you with whenever you made the purchase, not only did you make the purchase, but you had your stocks and crypto kind of have a stockpile in case something happened and it did and you were ready and prepared. So it kind of um, um, goes in line with setting up your life to, you know, make those moves. And so when you do make those moves, it's, you know, you're ready for them. And so now you have your rental income. So what do you choose to decide with your rental income? I mean, I know there's people that will put it back into the mortgage. There's people that will take it and put it into another investment. What does that look like for you? Um, so for me, I usually put it back into, I put most of my money into crypto either. Um, I usually put in stable coins where you can earn, you know, six, 7% interest, which is way better than keeping my money in a bank earning 0 0.01, 0.02. If right. you're lucky, right? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I stable coins they don't move much. Your money's pretty pretty consistent. Um, but um, that's where I usually throw my money back into is usually crypto. Um, sometimes stocks here and there, but for the most part, crypto. And then uh, when I get in a certain amount of money, I go and I look for another property. Nice. Well, okay. So I want to know just through this crypto thing, what is a stable coin like? What do you classify as a stable coin? Maybe two or three that come to mind uh usd usd tokens um that's usually what i have most of my money in is usd tokens um you can put them into different different accounts and they earn interest on you okay i got you um kind of like a, a, a like you lock them in for x amount of days or you just leave them in there yeah stable coins is basically like a uh a digital dollar i guess right. you could say a digital dollar and you basically put it into the uh there's there's different types of uh platforms out there is coinbase voyager Crypto.com. I know right. you are into Crypto.com. Yeah, Crypto.com is yeah. kind of my deal right now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's different platforms and they different platforms offer um, different percentages. They pay you on your stable coins. So, it's an easy way and a better way, in my opinion, to, uh, you know, continue making more money while your money's sitting there waiting for waiting for the next, your next, next big deal, man. Yeah, your yeah. next move. I'm actually checking my crypto right now, bro. You're like... Yeah, about sparking it something in the mind. <laughs> yeah, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. <laughs> but no, I know when we're off the mic, you speak, you so, spoke about Doge. And, you know, it's just all about where your risk you want to take. And I guess that comes down to the, the person himself, right? Like, what are they researching? I mean, yeah. what are some tips that you could give our listeners about how to, you know, justify what to get into or maybe some areas? Is it YouTube? You kind of look for your info or... I'm sure, you know, those yeah, things. I mean, uh, most of my information comes from YouTube. Um, I do do a lot of searching as well. I look into news articles. I look, I look, I 
probably deep deep dive more than the average person, honestly. Got you. Um, but yeah, I usually a lot of it you can find on YouTube. There's a lot of YouTubers out there that will do all the deep diving for you. You can just watch them. True. Um, two that come to mind are Meet Kevin and Graham Stephan. They uh, they are very very informational on not only crypto but real estate and pretty much any other thing concerning invest investing in period really nice nice yeah. all right man well we'll streamline kind of through this real estate deal appreciate you uh breaking us off on your crypto knowledge man because i guarantee you i took notes juan make sure <laughs> you make sure you give me a snippet of that conversation right there <laughs> i don't um you know i want to be opposed to that so we got this real estate deal we found it in jordanton uh ninety five thousand dollars we negotiated um you know hard on it of course it wasn't difficult having someone like robert well-qualified client come in he has he now has his 20 acres 21 acres in um a, a ranch uh, where you do hunting and um, you know different little uh deals like that to make income on that we have the house in jordanton that you're renting and you know you drove me out uh out to about an hour and a half to, uh, towards late corpus christi man and that's where we did our second deal which was amazing man the views were amazing and I know that house we purchased even on a you know on a dime too right yeah, like we got dime out of the dollar yeah. so we negotiated there as well and it wasn't that it was in the best shape when we got it but the bones again slab you know the structure was all kind of set in place tell us about that deal you know what were you at with that one yeah man so I was actually a little scared to see if you would come out there because I was like man this is kind of <laughs> a little a little out of the way for this guy <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I but, was like, I'm not opposed to it, bro. I took my dad out there that yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's right. We, I think we both took our dads, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, we did. We took our dads out there for the day. <laughs> yeah, I was like all emotional, bro, because we took my, our, we both took our dad, yeah. and and it was like one of those things where when I met you, you um, you know, we went and made the deals together, and then I started getting to know you a little bit, kind of knowing that you like to hang out with your pops, and I never knew why, um, because you know, obviously now you mentioned that you have lost your mom, uh, rest in peace to her. And so anyways, coming back to where we're talking about, I took my dad and my dad means the world to me, just like my mom does. Right. But my dad had back surgery and, you know, he was going through uh, uh, some things there. You know, obviously, you know, the pain is tough and he he actually injured his back like working for us. You know, it wasn't even like he was messing around and yeah, you know, got yeah, into, yeah. you know, do some funky deal because he's on a motorcycle or something. No, like he was working at Slumber J in the oil field carrying this 20 foot, you know, pipe and, you know, his boot kind of slipped off of a rock and it, and, you know, and it messed up his vertebrae. So he was with me during that time. And then your dad was out there at that time. And we went out to Lake Corpus Christi to take a look at this deal. So I don't know. That was a, that was a good memory for me, man. So going back to that, I know you put some money into that investment now, yeah. right? We got it. We got it for like 140 K, I believe off the top, yeah. of my, off the top of my head. Yeah. And so you, what are you doing with that now, man? I mean, yeah. So actually, uh, coincidence, actually today we have our first guest checking in, uh, turned that house into an Airbnb. Um, it took me some time to get that thing ready up and running because it did take some work. Um, reason why we got it so at such a good deal. I mean, a lot of people don't want to mess with stuff like that. They just want to kind of move in ready, just ready to go. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think you put me on that one too. I mean, we were I had some houses already in mind. And then I don't know how you found. I think you found this one, right? Did you I'll take it? the credit on it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the credit on man. Your boy you over here. The credit, I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> I'm a platinum real estate, you know, yeah. specialist. So <laughs> of course I found it, Rob. Yeah, I know you negotiated for me pretty well, man. So yeah, um, yeah, we got the house for 140. Um, it needed some dock work. The dock was kind of, you know, it, there's no way I was gonna do it as an Airbnb like that. I mean, that's a liability in itself. 
Um, but had gotten quotes for that air for the for the dock itself for like thirty thousand, twenty five thousand to do that dock. Um, what I ended up doing was doing it myself. It was a lot of work. It took me about a month and a half to build. Um, but I did it for about seven k. Um, even with the wow. high lumber prices. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on that thing. <laughs> but I mean, I probably put into that house probably about forty thousand of my own money, furnishing the furnishing the the place alone. The beds were like what a grand a piece. Um, the dock, um, Airbnbs can be expensive. To be honest with you, really? now that, yeah, now that I've uh, done it, they can be expensive. And what do you mean by that? Um, just because you have to furnish a whole house. Um, oh, I see the Airbnb requirements. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot that goes into. It. I wasn't really aware of, but I would definitely do it again. I would definitely do it again. Um, like I said, I put about forty thousand into that house, but we've got on we put it on Airbnb about a week ago, and we are doing really well with it. Um, we've got like twenty something days out of June already booked. Oh and it's only been goodness, on, on there a bro. week, and they pay right. Like they're supposed yeah. they're supposed to put a deposit or something like yeah. that. Uh, a lot of people pay up front actually. Oh my so, yeah. goodness, the full amount. The full amount. Yeah. Wow, good job, bro. Actually, shout out to my cousin Adam. Flores here in uh, Poteet. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I graduated around the same year as him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah him and uh, him and his girlfriend booked it for uh, for his birthday. So pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so you're clients then? Yeah, I cut him a deal. Don't worry, they're family. <laughs> you're like, nah, bro. Use the website. Yeah. <laughs> no deals, bro. I, right. I don't handle that. So you pretty much, I guess, are the landlord. You you manage it. Yeah. I know you mentioned that. Uh, um, you know, you have a a girlfriend that helps you with that too, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm thankful for her because. Uh, there's no way in hell I would have been able to get that Airbnb up and running <laughs> on my own. Uh, actually, it's kind of a funny story, but uh, uh, I had this chick message me on Airbnb. She was uh, she's like, hey, I'm looking for the pictures of the beds. We hadn't received our comforters yet because we ordered them online. So we're waiting for them to come in. And uh, I was like, okay, uh, let me get some photos. So I took off to the house. I went and bought some comforters there at Walmart just just to get something up and running, man. And then I, I sent the pictures to my girlfriend. She's like, no, you're not putting those things on. It looks like a man made that bed. Wait till Saturday when I'm off and I'll come oh, and do it for you. She said, you straight, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, that's it takes a good woman, you know what I'm saying, yeah, to, to support, uh, I mean, a man as a whole, a partnership. I mean, I think, you know, that's a very important piece to that. So. Yeah, for sure, especially doing this avenue. I mean, you're, I'm sure you're – you're familiar with this. I'm sure Jen supports you 100%. Right, it's, exactly. It's difficult, man. Being an entrepreneur and trying to get all this stuff done, you need a strong support system, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you got to give some credit to your dad too, right? Yeah, right, my dad. dad. He helps me out a lot with, with the deals. And, you know, he kind of advises me and keeps me in line and, you know, keeps me in check too. So Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Now, he's he's a very uh, a smart guy too. So that's why I said earlier um, that he – and my dad have a little bit of similarities. You know, they've been through th- some things and they were, I'm sure your dad was a hardworking man, just like mine was. And so now that kind of uh, puts us to where you and I, next generation later, are to be able to kind of, uh, you know, spread the fruits of their labor in a way. So anyways, man, so you got this Airbnb that's launching today, essentially. You got it full month of June. So it seems like you're now uh, beginning to do rental income on that property. And so, I mean, you know, I, I think at this point, you know, we talked a lot about kind of your life story and I mean, I'm hoping to one day, you know, build your dream home, bro. So is that <laughs> yeah. still in the mix, man? You got to let me know. Bro. Hell yeah, dude. So I'm looking <laughs> to buy a big ranch eventually. And that big ranch, uh, 
we're gonna have Poteet Homes go out there and uh, let's do this. Build me a custom home, man, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I'm so excited about yeah, I've that. I've seen bro. your work, man. It's some nice stuff. Yeah, some <laughs> nice stuff, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I know we were yeah. gonna take a look at a property where we're doing this modern home and. And I know that kind of wowed the the future wife in Dude, a way. You know that was, I mean? That's a jaw-dropping <laughs> home, man. Yeah. I'm impressed with the vision you had for that home, man, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, and actually we're at to about 80% of that home where we got tile in the showers, tile on the fireplace, cabinets and countertops in. So I'm definitely going to have to invite you over there, dude, so we could go for take sure. a look at that one, for brother. sure, man. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice home, dude. I, I mean, appreciate that. <laughs> I should never show the girlfriend that one, but <laughs> <laughs> that one might cost you a couple yeah, bucks. That right? one might cost you. <laughs> well, we'll just wait till this crypto market continues to decline, yeah, and the stock market continues to be favorable for us, man. But you know, at the end of this, uh, basically, man, in conclusion, um, I, I'm I'm as well as grateful uh, to had uh, come to know you. Um, again, shout out to Marcus Crimp and the Crimpton family uh, that put me in connection with you. And um, I, I think just like any other um, uh, relationship that I try to establish, we always try to establish it for a lifetime. And I feel like our relationship um, is on you know the trajectory to be a relationship of a lifetime, man. So thank you so much for that, brother, uh, and for joining us today and sharing your story with us, man. Same. Likewise, man. I mean, I'm grateful I was able to meet you. Um, I mean, I definitely would have been even be able to jump in with confidence had I not met you into the first real estate deal. So, I mean, after that, it's kind of, you know, give me the confidence, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I know you made a couple of deals also now on your own. And so that's awesome because now you're kind of skilled in the, in the field. And so man, uh, continue blessings for you and your family. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to my pops um, for um, laying the legacy uh, for us. And I want to let all you listeners know, uh, please share this podcast. Uh, please look out to us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, even call us 210-201-3570 at the Poteet Homes office. We'll be making a new office out there. Please don't hesitate to come visit us. And if you guys want to uh, shout out at Robert Carrasco, I know you have uh, your ranch that you want to maybe promote on here um, um, that, you know, to let people know maybe to book uh, anything or your Airbnb. Yeah, so I have a hunting business also. It's called uh, Carrasco Ranch. And then uh, I have two YouTube channels, Crossco Ranch. I film all my hunts, fishing events, and all that. Then I just started a uh, second YouTube channel, The Country Investor, just showing walkthrough through all my real, real estate and crypto and stocks and my portfolios and stuff like that. Um, if anyone is interested in checking out the Airbnb, it's called the Rustic Lakeview Lodge. It's on Lake Corpus Christi. You can check it out on Airbnb, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I've done some walkthroughs on the YouTube channels as well. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, y'all don't hesitate to hit them up. And so, um, you know, maybe uh, we'll do a little something together out there, you know, a little YouTube, uh, you know, partnership there. We got Juan out here that's our media specialist. Yeah. So maybe we'll take him out there with us and, you know, we'll do a little something on the field, you know, live yeah, live action, <laughs> live action. Well, again, man, thank you so much. Thank you, all you listeners, for joining us today. It's been such a blessing to uh, bring these podcasts to you. Please share, please like, uh, please support our local businesses and um, also support uh, Robert Carrasco here in his business ventures, a young entrepreneur. That just goes to show that if any of you guys are on this podcast thinking of, you know, is this right for me or should I do it? Uh, The main thing to take away from this is, you know, if you have fear that is basically telling you to make action on that fear because that fear is the beginning stages uh, to your success. So God bless you. And uh, we hope that all that you dream of uh, comes true and reach out to us if you have any questions and we can't wait to serve you guys. Thank y'all so much and see y'all soon. Y'all later.